0: What is up? This is Shut Up with I'm Nick and John. We are back. We are excited. We have run out of excuses, and we're gonna unleash some takes and get right back in the groove. How's it going, John? It's going good, man. Long time no talk. I guess we had a <laughs> sh- sh- Shut Up for
1: a little too long.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's gonna be the worst joke of, of our return. <laughs> it's only gonna get better. Uh, we're gonna we're we're not gonna dwell too much on the past. It's old news. Uh, so we'll try to we'll try to keep it modern um and hit some of the things we missed uh but with that we'll just go straight into uh last week's picks uh we made picks we're posting them on the facebook site we'll do a little bit of uh what our thought process was going into it and what went wrong in a few of the cases what went right in some of the other cases you want to you want to lead us off i'll start us off on the wrong foot um
1: packers Mm. At the Seahawks, we're two-and-a-half-point dogs. Uh, I liked those lines. I thought the Packers would go in there and win by at least a field goal. So I was thinking five-and-a-half points on that spread. Um, that was wrong. They lost by a field goal, 27-24. My second pick of the week was actually correct, which was nice. Um, the Giants plus half a point versus the Buccaneers. Uh, I really just picked that game because I'm still riding my Giants. They still got time. Like, <laughs> they got time. They're gonna, they're gonna go into the, the playoffs as a six seed at eight and eight and and make make, make some noise. So that's still gonna happen. Yeah,
0: yeah, I'd pump the brakes on our that first hot take of the the pod so far, but I like the I like the pick and I kind of felt the same way. Like the Giants still do have talent.
1: Right. They are they, bound to win eventually.
0: And that's right now. Last
1: pick of the week, Vikings plus two and a half at dub Um, you know, this pick was more so big game. I was going to go with the more experienced quarterback and Cousins, even though they're on the road. Um, the Vikings lost twenty-five to twenty.
0: Yeah, it's a bummer because I think, like, think about a weird uh, look at this. Is if this line, like, if you made this line after the game happened, it would be like enormously in the Bears' favor, maybe like six or seven. Absolutely. Um, so let's let's go to my picks. Starting with the one that I we we're starting to contradict each other a little bit. We just we'll we'll allow it. Um, and this time I was on the right end with the Seahawks versus the Packers. I said earlier in the week that the home team for Thursday night games this year, I think is 10 and two now after that game. So I said nine and two entering this week. Um, no, excuse me. I, I'm missing a, I'm missing a win. 10 and two. Now they're 11 and two. So Seahawks had only two and a half, um, barely squeaking it out there with the winning 27 to 24. But I'm starting to wean away from Thursday games are weird and kooky and saying Thursday games you pick the home teams. You know I like that if if, if those stats are right uh, that's a trend
1: I think you almost have to bank on at this point.
0: Right I didn't I haven't double checked that with the spreads because I'm sure there have been several higher spreads and I bet that's probably closer to 500. Yeah there's been a lot of a lot of close Thursday night games too so the odds are there were a lot of broken spreads. And we'll get to uh, the Thursday night games coming up but and which I don't know that either of us picked any of those games, but I don't know that they apply the same way on Thanksgiving. It's weird and kooky. Yeah, is, you, you you have stipulations for every game. Why not to bet them? Of course. that's a, We don't bet with analysis here. We bet with our guts.
1: Yeah, and, 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 the, and the real gut is just bet the opposite of what we say because we are both got losing records still at this point.
0: Yes, which is why I went with my gut with my next pick that I got wrong was the Panthers at the Lions, or excuse me, verse, home versus the Lions. So – one of the reasons we haven't been potting a bit is we've actually attended some games. You attended a football game, the Ravens. Who did the Ravens play again? The Ravens played the Steelers when I went. Oh, duh. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. I didn't intentionally do that, but...
1: Yeah, sure, 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 sure. <laughs>
0: um, also, I, also you, were, you were right. Fact check.
1: Uh, the Panthers were on the road this week when they lost. They're undefeated at home. They're 5-0 at home.
0: Well, don't you don't say. And if getting back to that then. I thought the Panthers cuz I attended what I meant to say was I attended the Steelers Panthers game which was just glorious last week or 2 weeks ago.
1: Yeah, you know, and that actually brings me, you know, I'm just going to hop in now. My biggest takeaway from week 11 is unfortunately the Steelers are the real deal. They proved <laughs> unfortunately they they really did this week they proved that a veteran team can still function properly, even without Le'Veon Bell. Um, they struggled. Their offense was terrible in the first half. They didn't score until one minute left in the third quarter. But the veterans, mainly Ben Roethlisberger, pulled them back into it. After allowing like 160-some yards of rushing in the first half, they didn't even allow 20 yards in the second. Um, and I think Jacksonville was held to, I want to say, one first down in their final four drives. It might have even been zero. But in those four final four drives, Pittsburgh had three touchdowns. So they really just closed it out. Roethlisberger just was lights out again after you said the week they smashed Carolina at home. He had a perfect passer rating, which I didn't know was the fourth time he's done that. That's my fun fact of the week. Ben Roethlisberger tied with Peyton Manning for the most four games of a perfect quarterback rating.
0: He does that. That's very big Ben. And I think this is a game that the Steelers of somewhat old the past few years go in and actually like and lose. Um, but I, hopefully, it's a good sign that they're pulling out these games where they underperform.
1: Yeah, and I, and I think that's where it's going to help them in the playoffs. And right now, they're they're my favorite for the AFC. Uh, I just think that favorite? last night, yes, I think Monday Night Football last night for us uh, proved that the Kansas City's defense is bad, really bad. I don't care how good the offense of the Rams is, but they are their defense is bad. And the Steelers have the weapons to play that kind of offense, but I don't think anyone else in the in the uh, AFC can play the defense with the Steelers. Yeah, but the
0: Steelers already lost to the Chiefs.
1: It, it doesn't matter anymore.
0: Once they get into the playoffs, it's a different world. Man, that is, you're unleashing the fire takes uh, at the very beginning. Are you going to have any by the time we're done?
1: Well, man, you you set me up perfectly,
0: but uh, we might wrap back to a to a few more. So let's get to your uh, third pick of the week. Okay, and this is uh, this was my mortal lock. The mortal lock is hot. It is three and zero in the past three weeks, and I took the Broncos seven and a half point dogs at the Chargers. This was another gut feeling that the Chargers were ready to charger up another game and just blow it, and that's exactly what happened. The Broncos won on that late field goal. But frankly, I was very close to picking the Chargers. Um, as favorites, and then I realized that that gut feeling. Wait a minute, something is fishy about this.
1: Yeah, you know, and I, I really like this pick mainly because I've just known to Chargers like to screw things up for you every now and then. Not you mm. specifically, but you as a populace. Um, <laughs> and the Broncos are the perfect team for that to happen against. I wanted the Chargers to win to help the Ravens in that wild card situation, mm. but the Broncos. Broncos pulled out that late win,
0: which was great for them. That's a good point. I hadn't thought about that. Um, starting to root against our fellow AFC teams.
1: Yeah. Well, the, the, you can you can pretty much assume that the Chargers are going to be the five seed at this point. Well, I did before this game. Um, we did. So we did. Yes. So um, we're like to you know minimize who could get that six. And right now, after five and five through eleven weeks, the Ravens got that six with tiebreakers.
0: Really. I guess everybody else is stuck at five and five.
1: Yeah, there's no, well, everyone's pretty much bundled at five and five or four and six, and the Ravens have the tiebreaker somehow.
0: Wow, that's actually that could get interesting. Even like the Broncos yeah, they, with that win. Huh.
1: But three remaining road games for the Ravens. The I think the the Chiefs,
0: mm. the Rams, Ugh. and someone else. Oh, no, That <laughs> does not get much worse than that. Oh, Fal- Falcons were the third. Yeah. Falcons at home are okay. Falcons are – I'm done with the Falcons, and I'm done with the Titans. I won't talk about them as far as spreads and lines go. Oh, also, wrong Los Angeles team. Chargers, not the Rams. Oh, that makes things manageable but still difficult.
1: On the road. I mean, it's it's not like you said earlier, west going east. It's east going west, so it's a little easier.
0: Mm, yes, uh, That. that... Exactly, not a problem. I think my why I don't know this, this this stuff is I've just all but accepted that the Steelers are just destined for the three seed right now. Yeah, I, I don't know if there's any other way to look at it, but if, if they can somehow squeeze a two, that would be pretty incredible. I don't know. I'm pretty much content that it's going to be another repeat of last year. The Steelers are going to lose to the Patriots, which is going to seal them getting the two seed. Then the Steelers will get the three seed and then have to obviously play the six seed and go – back into Foxborough, assuming a win there. So I've just kind of accepted it. It is what it is. But we've got them in our
1: in our playoff uh, picks. So let's get to our Week 12 pick. As we said, Week 11 pick uh, last week was the Chargers. And this
0: week our pick is the Bears. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think this game is supposed to be easy, but the, the, the dominoes are really just lining up for us. That The Bears are a, a no-brainer after what they did to the Vikings – Pushing them down, the Packers are also stumbling. I mean, who else is going to win that division? And again, the point of they have, even if they do stumble, and another one of those two uh, pick it up, they they'll take a wild card spot. So, pretty safe right. pick to me. Yeah, but I, th- I think the uh, weeks of safe picks are are over. They are. I mean, yeah, they are. They're they're thinning because we have four. I mean, locks that even if Johnny Manziel came from Canada and played for these teams, they were making the playoffs with the Rams, Pats, Chiefs, and Saints. Correct. I think the Steelers and Chargers and Bears need at least a little competency to make it, but they should be good. But I agree, we've got some, some iffy picks coming up. Yeah, right now I think in consideration, we
1: we love the Colts offense. They're on fire. Andrew Luck, easily, hands down, comeback player of the year. The Panthers, so- I who else would battle him?
0: Uh isn't it JJ Watt, um Adrian oh, yeah. Peterson. Uh I, I saw something recently that they were like comeback player of the year is a tight race this year. Ah uh, man,
1: I think he's got easy I he's got uh twenty six touchdown passes. I think he's fourth in passing
0: yards. I mean he's having a fantastic year, yes, but and you you, you know, quarterbacks will always get the preference. This is I mean, this is true. Um but I don't think our conversation starts with the Colts, but the Colts are very hot. I was very, more, I was much more excited about them until we started prepping for um, the pod today, tonight, and noticed the Colts have ripped off four wins, but they've been against the Raiders, the Bills, the Jaguars, and the Titans. So not, I mean, they're good job done, but it's not exactly impressive. Yeah, the, the playoff gods don't care who you beat. They just care that you they beat don't. them. And the Colts schedule really doesn't get much harder. I mean, they still have to play those teams that are division, which are all manageable. So they could keep getting hot. I, th-
1: I think the, that that division, the AFC South, along with the NFC East, will be our, our two last picks. Oh, yeah, because I'm not quite, I'm not quite sure if anyone from either of those uh, divisions is going to make a wild card spot. Out there.
0: I think I disagree with you there. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. The Texans are obviously on fire and just happen to be winning games in a little similar fashion. The Colts. But if the Colts actually manage to stay hot and the, so do the Texans, I would be a little afraid of the Colts as a sixth seed.
1: The the one thing that the Colts have going against them if they're the sixth seed is that they're on the road. Andrew Luck that's plays true. much, much, much better at home. Um, and if, if that's the case, you're saying the, the odds are they're going to play the Steelers at Heinz Field, and that's just not a matchup I like in December.
0: So here's what I did look at is thinking about the some of those teams that are in contention. And that like the Ravens, the Bengals are still there. The Dolphins are laughably there. Um, Please hope the Dolphins make it as the sixth seed. I really hope not. And same with the Titans. Uh, But the Colts at five and five are probably the team that are in the race that I would really be most afraid of, assuming the Chargers are just solid in the five seed. Yeah, I mean, I'm a little biased with the Ravens,
1: um, but Aside from them, yes, I think I think they're the only team that's that's worthy of of the six seat right now, and the Ravens. I mean, they're not worthy of anything, but um, you know, they they've got the tremendous history in the playoffs of, of winning games on the road, so they've always got that in their back.
0: So we're we're coy on the Colts. We'll watch them, but the last team that is just going to continue to remain on the bubble for our consideration are the Panthers because they, when we want to pick them, another team does well. When we really want to pick them, they play the Steelers and lose by a lot. I just,
1: I don't understand how the Panthers don't win more. Really? Yeah. Like, they, I mean, they're a little thin in, in the receiving core, but having uh, Greg Olsen backs huge for cam McCaffrey is practically a wide receiver.
0: And oh, I'm yeah. running back it, so it- quick takeaway from that Steelers Panthers game is McCaffrey destroyed the Steelers. If there was one good thing for the Panthers about that game is he was on fire. Like the Steelers had no answer. McCaffrey was impressive. I like him. Yeah, no, he's he's an awesome player. I really enjoy him, especially in uh, PPR fantasy leagues. <laughs> yeah, I don't have him in any leagues. Not great. For yeah, me. the the only league I have him school PPR, so it's working out really well. Ooh, he's it's he's probably working out well and just fine and no PPR even. Oh yeah. Okay. Did we mention the Texans? I already forgot. Did we talk about them? They're still up there.
1: Uh,
0: we, we mentioned them earlier. There's not too much yeah. to talk about. Yeah. If they're healthy, they're good. If they're not, they're not. I did say that uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they got the wild card and the Colts managed to get the NFC, AFC South. So why don't we uh, Why don't we scoot on over to our other game, scooting on over to our wins pool.
1: Oh, the wins pool.
0: Not going very well, Nick. <laughs> uh, it could be a little better because I, I had been really excited the past few weeks. I'm My wins pool is very good. I have the Saints. I got the Chiefs. The Steelers have been hot. The Texans have been hot. And then I looked at my other four teams, and that's the Patriots, which are just not exciting. They're getting wins, so that's good. Um, but it's the Eagles, uh, the Packers, uh, and the Redskins who just lost Alex Smith. So I, I foresee a uh, downturn for me. Yeah, I mean, my team is not near – my
1: my teams are not nearly as good as yours. I've, I've obviously got the Rams, who have the most wins in the NFL, with 10. They were the, my first pick. Then you go to my third pick, the Jaguars only have three wins, not helping, not helping the cause. Um, then I've got the Giants with only three wins, but they're heating Terrible. up. They, they, they could pull out three, four more wins maybe.
0: Yeah, Giants could finish six and ten – or finish 500 the rest of the year, go six and ten. It's manageable. Yeah. Yep, uh, t- Titans and
1: eh, 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 not much to say about them. But overall, yeah. 42, 42 and thirty-nine with seven buys so far. So not even a fifty-two, not even a fifty-two percent winning percentage.
0: Day. We're uh, we're both losing our pretty much best teams this week. So no wins in that to this coming week for Chiefs and Rams. Chiefs and Rams, the only buy week twelve. Perfect fitting to a to a tremendous Monday night football game. You really got messed up with the Jags. I think like that's yeah a few- that-
1: that threw my whole system off.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't think I would have taken them because for my third pick, the Eagles and the, and also fourth with the Saints, I was trying to diversify um, from the AFC. It's I, I mean, I think both of us and most people thought the Jags would be dominant defensively and game manager offensively, but
1: especially in that especially in that division. But uh, it is what it is. So you, you're gonna you're gonna pull this game out. I don't think there's really any other looking at it.
0: I'm feeling good about my odds, yes. Uh I think I don't think my teams can do much better than each of all eight of them are doing, especially the Redskins. I, I'm I think Colt will be okay, but I'm a little fearful that they'll maintain their six and four pace. I was I was as you said that I was I
1: the only thing that flashed through my head is what happens if Colt McCoy gets hurt and Mark Sanchez is starting for the
0: Redskins. <laughs> it's not unheard of. Colt McCoy is I mean he's not um, particularly durable. He's been hurt before.
1: It, uh, it, it's just unfathomable that that's the depth chart for an NFL team right now for quarterbacks is Colt McCoy and Mark Sanchez.
0: And it's, Yeah, I, I completely agree. And the bummer is uh, – or the irony is that other than one person, there really isn't much better than Mark Sanchez out on the market.
1: Yeah, and we won't get political, so I guess we shouldn't mention. But uh, it, it's absurd that – that Mark Sanchez gets a call over oh, Tim. Tim Tebow. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, well, Tebow's too busy playing. He's he's got to get ready for baseball. Yeah. Baseball, season. Oh, baseball, oh, uh, that's a joke.
1: I, I saw. Um, we'll we'll go completely off topic. I saw projections for Tim Tebow's uh, first AAA season next year, um, and the projections where he'd be batting uh, with an average of one eighty six.
0: Oh my gosh! Uh,
1: hit hit uh, four home runs and only twenty two RBI.
0: I was gonna guess he was two fifteen, so that's worse well, than I Well, I, I think that's what he was think, like, Double A. It. It's two fifteen. Oh wow, that's a, But
1: good luck to Tim Tebow. Great guy.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, do we have anything? I'm trying to think if we have any. Uh, oh, we have to. We have to touch on the at least Chiefs Rams game that we was fantastic last night. Fifty four. It was fantastic.
1: I'm glad I, I turned it off for a little bit and I tuned back in
0: I'm really glad I did so I mean I'm gonna this is this is where I'm going to unleash uh, hell with my fire take here but first I'm going to say that the I, the game was great and we have a disagreement that it was all offensive that I think that the defense that each team trotted out was built specifically to try to get those takeaways rely on your one best playmaker and just hope you score more than the other team. Um, off those turnovers. That, that's not defense. It is when you're playing with the- <laughs> you're, you're, you're,
1: that's not defense. That's offense. You just described what offense is. You're playing offense through defense. <laughs> you're clear, I mean there, No, there was absolutely no defense in that game last night. And that's fine if that's what you want to watch. But there was no defense. I don't care that there was there was three turnovers that turned three turnovers, four touchdowns. Um, because, or, no, there's two, excuse me. But, and only two of those two combined for 13 points will include the extra point. Mm-hmm. And there was there was still 91 points scored. 91 points. No, there That's was, incredible. There, there was no, was I'm incredible. sorry, but there was no defense. There was, there was a few great defensive plays, one really fluky defensive play.
0: There was 105 points scored. Oh, excuse me. So there was 92 points. Even better, thank you. Uh, 90, okay, you're talking without the... Uh... Those. Okay, I see the, what you're saying. The offensive score—that's right, fair. But like with these, like historically awesome offenses, what do you what do you expect? You you have to defend them somehow. You don't expect 105 points. Stopping them's not. I, I don't know. Stopping them is not an option. But turning the ball over the, what, might be.
1: What was the over under for that? It was game? only 67, I, I think. Only 60. Only, I know, 67.
0: And Vegas got be Vegas got beat bad because most people took the over. Oh yeah. I. I have no idea why we didn't hammer the over. The, the, I don't. hindsight is apparently 105. I can't believe even the Chiefs were only 16 points away from 67 by themselves. My word. Yeah, it's insane. But let, let's get into your and hot take, Nick. I really want to hear it because you've been playing this up for three weeks. I know. I've been teasing this. And, I'm, and actually, luckily, it's – no, actually, it's, it's, it's cooled off in one respect because at first the hot take was going to be directed specifically at Jared Goff. It's You're not, an idiot. It's expanded. Jared Goff, I've I've now watched him pretty closely. I think he is diet Matt Ryan, and that's not great because diet Matt Ryan, diet Matt Ryan. Oh, why diet? Because Matt Ryan, like he's the not as good version of Matt Ryan.
1: This year, he's he's quite superior to Matt Ryan.
0: Well, uh, actually, three weeks ago, by the way, I was gonna say I was gonna compare him to Trent Dilfer. I've got away from that. Goff's going to be fine.
1: He's, oh, he's just. Wow. I'm, he, glad,
0: we, I'm glad we've uh, been lazy. Goff is diet Matt Ryan, and here's a little bit why.
1: Well, then who's, who's, who's Matt Ryan a diet, diet of? Because Matt Ryan's really not the greatest comparison. What do you mean? Matt Ryan is
0: Matt Ryan. Like, it's just a comparison. Okay. Continue. Like, I'm just saying, like, I would rather. <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is I would rather throw Matt Ryan into that offense because my thing with Goff that I've noticed is, and this is credit to Sean McVay, is Goff is very – he's smart. He's a good quarterback, but he has to throw to – like it has to be scripted into the open receivers. And in that offense that they're running with, I mean, Gurley, who's I in my opinion far and away the best running back in the league. Yeah, there's, there's no contest right now for that. There really isn't. Even, even the one guy that isn't playing right now I don't think is
1: – Yeah, and I – and I, I wouldn't even put Kamara in that class with with Le'Veon.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: I see where you're going with that. I'm not so sure. I, I would say that uh, kind of the, the same thing, that Kamara is a product of the offense. Yeah, okay. I'm good with that. Because he was not very two. good. He really, he really wasn't that great at Tennessee. I mean, he showed he flashes
0: of awesome, but, I mean, he wasn't that great. And he, like, I thought at first I wanted to say he was like a combine guy, but I'm pretty sure he just had like a great but not, Historic Combine. Yeah.
1: That, that, what, he went Was he a
0: second-round pick or third? Third. Third. Um, so anyways, back to golf. Like yes. I said, it, 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 look at all the guys he's thrown to. Cup, Woods, and Cooks. I think that the Rams and Ryan, have done – Don't forget Reynolds. Oh, he had a good night last night. I picked him up in one of my leagues. And so he, did I. Yeah, I think he, he got me 7, 17 points. If somebody's listening to this, if I do get it up tonight and they listen to it before Wednesday, go pick up Josh Reynolds. He's going to be on by this week. Just stash him. Or, or Josh Adams, the running back from the Eagles. Oh dang! it. I need that guy. Don't say that. Um, Edit it out. <laughs> again, back to back to Goff. He's they have they have built this team around receivers that get open, which obviously is a good thing to do. You want your guys to be open; it makes them easier to catch passes. But I think Goff is only good at throwing to those guys, and if you can, if the defense can somehow find a way to just play coverage maybe not even get pressure on golf and cover those guys. He can't throw it to not open receivers. So if you put like a Julio Jones or a DeAndre Hopkins with golf, I don't think that they would be very good. Does that make sense? Sure. That makes sense. But you're, you're pointing out qualities that make
1: quarterbacks and receivers good yep. wide open receivers, quarterbacks that, don't, quarterbacks that don't throw into double coverage
0: yeah, no, we're we're. I'm only like halfway done with this take. We're. we're uh, still still, hitting, I'm,
1: I'm getting dumber and dumber.
0: <laughs> no, we're we're still firing away. So yeah, think about it. A, in, what you got? Think about it this way: with like DeAndre Hopkins, is he is very good with Watson, the gunslinger, but is awful with awful quarterbacks. But you'd think that they sh- those quarterbacks should be a little better throwing it to Hopkins, who's incredible as like a one-on-one jump ball receiver, but he's not. That's why that's what Goff is. Goff can o- will only be able to play well this season in this offense with McVay, where he has the perfect receivers, the perfect scheme, and the perfect running back to support him, and it makes him look like an MVP candidate. You just described Tom Brady. No, Tom Brady
1: Tom Brady is still having a you fantastic literally, season you with literally him. just you just yeah, th- this Tom Brady's great, but you described how Tom Brady became Tom Brady.
0: I mean, sure but I'm going to flip it and say that that's not going to happen to Goff that he's not the next Tom Brady. So and you so you're basically saying if you are on a good team you're not a good quarterback. No, I'm saying that this awesome like historically great team is making Goff seem like an MVP candidate level quarterback similar to the way Matt Ryan in 2016 was and I'm predicting that the Rams will crash down to earth next year and go like 10 and 6 and Goff is top 15 quarterback in the league I will I will guarantee I'll, I'll guarantee you right now gentlemen's wager
1: quarterback that no. next season Jared Goff is a top eight quarterback by no means am I saying his statistics right now he's third in passing yards I think he's third in passing touchdowns those cannot stay that inflated he's not a top three quarterback in the NFL not yet no. yeah not yet I mean that's not but, even that's not even a hot take if, if if you can see the transition when he was with Jeff Fisher, a defensive minded coach, exactly to to now McVeigh, that's the thing. You you're a product of of your environment in any sport. Maybe maybe exceptions exceptions like LeBron, he he's going to be a monster everywhere. And I think specifically basketball is a little different because there's only five players on a court.
0: There's there's going to be a world. This is this is the old the really bold prediction is because I the golf is not going to be great next year. Gurley will still be fine, but golf himself, no. Because I think defenses are going to figure out how to stop this offense. And similar to like the Bears are running right now with just these just fast players, get them open in space. The Chiefs as well, obviously a good example. Defenses are going to figure that out and then everybody's going to have to go to something new. The only way for defense to figure that out is for defense to get faster. Yep, that's a, and yep, you've, Wow, you read my writing on this one. Defenses are right. going to start getting faster.
1: You're, you're going to see a lot more of those ro- rover positions, like uh, Deion Buchan- Buchanan is probably a perfect example, or, or even Mark Barron of the Rams. But oh, You know, yeah. he was drafted as a, drafted as a safety, but now he's playing like middle linebacker in these nickel packages just to just speed up the sideline to sideline. But but that did not work very well last night because <laughs> the Chiefs ran all over that defense, yeah. which is a his, a pretty historically fast and great defense when you look look at it on
0: paper. Yeah, that is a good but, point. Even Aaron Donald is the a pretty much the defensive tackle. That, that's awesome because he's fast. Right. So uh, actually, that's going to lead me to another good point, but I want to finish with Goff that I think his contract is out in two years. There's already – I have heard from my uh, sources – which is probably somebody I walked by the cafeteria or something but that the Rams think about the the what teams are doing right now is they're leveraging the cheap rookie quarterback contracts uh, to build their roster the Rams are going to let Goff go to free agency and restart they're going to say their window to win is now uh, that that doesn't surprise me that would that wouldn't surprise me yep
1: cuz that's that's something as i think about things fiscally in sports i would personally do because that contract he's going to get is massive it's just like these nba deals now like they're it's it's not a sport anymore it's business i mean it's always been business but now so more than ever jared
0: goff to the bills summer 2020
1: no he would never sign with the bills
0: <laughs> he's gonna
1: he's gonna leave the son of california Well, you know, I guess Aaron Rodgers went to uh, Green Bay.
0: He didn't have a choice, though.
1: Well, that's a very good point.
0: Very good point. He he did resign, though. I did want to make uh, one other point, and I think this one is more agreeable before we get to our Week 12 picks, is something I've noticed, and this is going to be another, well, duh, thing, is that the best offenses this season have the best running backs. I know your immediate response is, Duh! The best players make for the best offenses, but th- just think about this way: is the only teams that have an elite running back that are not elite like offenses are essentially Dallas, the Giants, no, eh, Dallas, and the Giants, and the Cardinals. But I that one's a, I think that one gets its own category. <laughs> yeah, that's a separate situation. You might have one of the biggest busts in the NFL with Josh Rosen. He's been terrible. Yeah, and conversely, the only very good offense this year without a stud running back is the Colts and then also arguably the Packers. Agreed on both of those. So meanwhile, you have the, the Saints have two awesome running backs, the Chiefs and the Rams, obviously. The Steelers have a guy that's been awesome lately. Uh, and I think that covers it for just about like the dominant offenses. You could almost lump the Bears in who have a good running attack. Yeah, but you know what? Now that I'm I'm looking at stats going back year to year,
1: that trend pretty much holds up. Last year, Kareem Kareem Hunt, Todd Gurley, Le'Veon Bell, Mark Ingram—the only one in the top five that doesn't make sense would be Lashawn McCoy
0: with Buffalo. I guess my my main point then is where is like that dominant offense that that's the quarterback just slinging it like the the Peyton Manning Broncos and Colts seasons where he's throwing touchdowns uh brady the same for new england uh breeze for most of his career with the saints those guys have never had a run game this year it's the offenses are historic maybe because the run games are awesome well i guess breeze wasn't really at san diego long enough but he had lt no i was saying the saints who's breeze had before kamara and ingram he had and tomlinson when he was with
1: the with the chargers i'm talking the saints well, you can't just say
0: you just parlay that into whatever stat you want. You gotta talk history, man. <laughs> that doesn't count. Anyways, Breeze with the Saints before Kamara and Ingram, these last two, three to four years, if you want to include Ingram, has not had much of a running attack.
1: Yeah, man. I feel like your your hot takes are just more common sense.
0: If you have a good run game, defense has got a game plan for the run. Listen, I pre- set I prefaced. I prefaced that one saying that. I, this is a little bit more obvious. Yeah, and let's let's see. Looking at
1: 2016, Zeke Elliott. Ooh, this this was a, an interesting one for twenty sixteen. The number two leading rusher was Jordan Howard on the Bears. That Bears offense was not good.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's my Giants and Cowboys example. Oh, we got a few, actually we have,
1: we have a few good ones in twenty sixteen. Mm. The third leading rusher was Demarco Murray with Tennessee. The fourth was Jay Ajayi with Miami. And then you get into late Le'Veon and then LaShawn McCoy. So that's four out of the top six in 2016 that were not one very good offense. I
0: was going to say, it sounds like all those running backs were just not good. (laughs) 2016
1: was a bad year. Actually, let's just round out the top ten. So six is LaShawn McCoy. Seven, David Johnson wasn't a very good offense. Mm -hmm. Uh, Buffalo wasn't a good offense, obviously. LeGarrette Blount with the Patriots was eight. Number nine, Devonta Freeman with Atlanta. Number 10, Lamar Miller with Houston.
0: Wow. I think uh, what I just realized is both of my these topics here are just backdoor reasons why Gurley is the MVP. Uh, Drew Brees is the MVP as of today, in my opinion. Right. I I won't take it away from Drew Brees. Gurley is runner-up for me, though.
1: Uh, yeah, they're, they're one and two, hands down.
0: Uh, Aaron Donald, maybe. All right, I think uh, I think we've exhausted that. Um, let's just let's run into our week twelve picks and then get out of here. Oh shoot, we haven't even touched week twelve picks yet. Holy cow! I'll, uh, I'll give us. I'll start us off here because I didn't like my picks. I had one. I have one more to lock that I'm a fan of, um, but my first two picks here are I don't know, gut feelings as I said earlier. The first one is Colts minus nine and a half versus the Dolphins. They've been getting the job done against bad teams. I think they do it again here. The next one is just. I just picked a homer. The Steelers, three and a half favorites at the Broncos. It's a it's a road favorite, um, but the Steelers, I think they got their bad game out of the way. They squeaked it out. The Broncos got their upset out of the way. The way I see this going wrong is that the Broncos are actually somewhat decent still, uh, and the Steelers play bad away, but I have faith in my Steelers. Then the one pick I like this week, it's my mortal lock, and the mortal lock is 3-0 and so far, so now this is the time that I'm going to get cocky, so... You're gonna to want to hedge this, is the Jags. Minus three and a half at the Bills, another road favorite. But I think they bounce back a little bit and come on, it's the Bills. Pick against the Bills. It's a good idea.
1: Yeah, I, I actually really like your Steelers and Jags pick. Um I, I don't like that you picked the Jags, but I do like that you picked against the Bills. <laughs> and if you're gonna if you're gonna pick a team to play at Buffalo late in the season, you want it to be a team with a ton of running backs just to chew up time and yards. And the Jags have four mildly decent um, or better running backs on that roster. So I, th- I think they'll be able to wrap. Yeah, those Thanks Bills for pointing defense.
0: that out that I'm picking against the Bills and not necessarily for the Jags. I, uh, and
1: so, so I think, yeah, you know, the Colts might pull that out too. So I think you have a two in one week at worst. I, l- I like those Steelers and the Jags can. picks. Um, but I'll get into my three picks. I'm a little more comfortable in, obviously, I picked them. Um, the first one is the Patriots minus nine and a half at the new york jets um the pats are seven and one versus the jets in the last eight meetings and the pats are 22 and four since 2003 after a bye week including yeah, this one's a buys. no-brainer so that's i think, I think it's the only way it goes too. bad is if the jets score a couple of points yeah and i don't even know if they're gonna do that i don't even know if they can do no. that um then my second second pick is just because i watched the their week 10 game um against the Redskins, so I took the Buccaneers minus three and a half versus the 49ers. The Bucs have some weapons. (laughs) Those weapons don't seem to know what an end zone is, but they've got weapons. In week 10 against the Redskins, they had 501 yards and three points. No, that's significant. Last night. I said that's significant. I didn't realize that. The Redskins are not a joke defense. No, yeah. I mean, well, they're, they're a joke defense when it comes to giving up yards i guess but um the rams last night monday night football had 455 yards of offense and scored 41 points so if you're putting up 50 yards more and 38 points less than another team on offense you got to figure something out um and i you know i don't think the niners had the defense to stop them from getting in the end zone so i think buccaneers might win this one by a pretty hefty margin
0: at first i didn't like that pick but you've talked me into it i i'm a fan of it now well done
1: well that's the worst that's the worst kind of pick, one that you need to explain. So. I mean I'm convinced now, so. Cool. Well, I guess I made my point to one person. Hopefully uh, the Bucks listen to it. And then my last pick, um more so only for one reason. The Panthers are five and at home this season. Um I think they cover three and a half points um against the Saints in Charlotte. That's a good pick. No mortal no mortal locks because
0: I'm not that cocky. We're <laughs> good. Uh I'm only one of those but uh i almost i almost took this pick you beat me to it before i realized it so good pick uh i think i'm i'm going Thanks, to sir. double down on my panthers are due for the rebound which they uh, slept through last week against the lions who are also just might as well be sleeping lions the rest of the year that's the worst joke of the pod uh
1: <laughs> yeah that was
0: dude that was honestly <laughs> way worse like at least my mate's best
1: a sleeping lion? No, they're sleeping giants, aren't they? Isn't that the, the term, a sleeping giant? Don't wake a aren't sleeping there, isn't giant. Is
0: there a term for sleeping lions? Can I make that up? Uh, here, kitty, kitty, go now. I think that's it. I think sleeping lions is a thing. Google, we'll find out later. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Panthers, Panthers are now going to wake up and start a little playoff run here. Go Thurs. Go Thurs. All right. Uh, let's uh, let's close out then. Do we have anything? Any uh, anything we want to plug? Anything we want to plug? Uh, go Hokies, please don't let wow. me down. Oh, yeah. Dude, Why, dude, we didn't want to plug that. <laughs> um, I feel like I have to. They, uh, they uh, desperately need a win on Friday.
1: Yep. So uh, those of you who aren't uh, Virginia Tech alumni or football fans, um, two streaks on the line this week against uh, University of Virginia football. Um, we have not lost to them in quite a significant amount of time. Um, and if we do lose to them this week, we are not heading to a bowl game for also another very significant amount of time. So we would like not to lose this week. Go Hokies.
0: Go Hokies. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy the uh, football on Thursday. And we'll, uh, we, we're we out of excuses. We're mostly healthy, healthier. We're healthier. not planning on going into any, any football games coming up and not planning on taking any specific hiatuses. So... We'll uh, we'll see you later. Cheers, and have a good one.